Welcome to the Writer at Work podcast. Ms. Catherine M. H. and Kit Boyer are your co-hosts. They will be bringing you updates on their journey to becoming full-time authors, as well as writing advice, book reviews, and information to help you on your road to authordom. Join these authors as they work on their writing careers. Welcome to the Writer at Work podcast. I'm Miss Catherine M.H., and today we're talking about writing environments with my favorite co-host, Kit Boyer. Woo-hoo. Why don't we uh, start it off with you? All right. So we're talking about writing aids, things around you that help you write. Um, mm-hmm. For me, I don't have a writing room. Um, Some people may. Some people have a writing space. Uh, I built a desk to put in my dining room that is wonderful. I'm very proud of it. (laughs) Maybe I'll put a picture up on Instagram or something. Uh, But I built it from scrap wood, and that is where I do my writing when I can. (laughs) Um, Awesome. I have in front of my desk, it's a wall, obviously, and the wall has a bulletin board where I pin my notes for my current story. And uh, the wall around it, I will have either things to motivate me, like uh, (laughs) I have this tree printed out that doesn't have any leaves, and I printed it out on like six or nine pieces of paper or something, so it's really big, and I taped it all together, and I put it up on my wall, and then I printed off these little leaves, and every time I get to a certain word count goal or other goal, I'll put a leaf on the tree. And we've talked about this before in a different episode, I think, mm-hmm. um, or we will have if the other episode comes out after this one. Uh, but <laughs> I like to think that um, when I fail a day, it's not actually failing. So that day, if I have a leaf that I wanted to put on the tree, instead of putting it on the tree, I'll put it underneath the tree on the on the floor like on the ground you know and then I think of it as compost so even if that day I didn't meet my word count goal or I didn't do the thing I was looking to do I will still have done something toward writing maybe I will have read something or maybe I'll have taken a break and given my brain a chance to decompress maybe I'll have thought of story ideas without writing any of them down. It doesn't really matter. Even if I don't do anything, it's actually still helping me work toward my goal on that story, even if it's not tangible word count. Uh, So I I have that. Um, I have printouts if I need them, notes. uh, I have an outline on my bulletin board with lots of sticky notes. I use physical maps and pins to show where my character characters are at which times. I, I have to make the maps myself because most of my stuff is fantasy. So uh, I mm-hmm. will go online on... Uh, man, there are a lot of really good websites. Um, I'll link a few below, but there's one called like Don John, and it, and it does like... Uh, I think this one does maps, but more importantly, it does demographics. So if you're trying to figure out how many butchers does my small village have, it, it'll tell you like the you know number of people based on the population mm-hmm. or based on the area and population density or whatever. And it's it just gives you like medieval demographics. It's very, very <laughs> useful. Uh, so I would use stuff like that. Uh, that's not exactly physical, but I do print those things out and have them in front of my face. Um <laughs> I use a rocket book, which is a reusable 
notebook. So it's basically made of plastic and you write on it with a kind of an erasable pen. And when you're done with like a page of notes, you take a picture, it sends it to um, a like your Google Drive or whatever, and then you erase it. So mm-hmm. I, I have that next to me as well. So I can take notes and, and stuff. And it's nice not to have a thousand notebooks uh, and to be able to look back <laughs> on my notes pretty easily. Um, yeah, I'm going to take a break. Kate, what kind of stuff do you use in your physical environment? Sure. So, um, of course, there's my laptop. Uh, I write pretty strictly on my laptop. We've been over that before. I do write, of course, on pen and paper and not on pens, but with pens. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, I, I guess we could start there. Sure. So my pens, I am very picky. When it comes to what pens I will write with, the thinner the pen, the better. So if it's like the the ones that I love the most are like the 0.01s or like the 0.03, I like the 0.05s. Or or maybe I'm saying it wrong. Maybe it's just 0.5. But anyway, the thinner, the better. I don't know why, it just makes it nice. And other than that, I do have a fountain pen that I use. Um, It starts off very thin, and then eventually it will will get thicker the longer you... So depending on how you are holding the pen, if you're writing in cursive, it will flow like it's supposed to. If you're writing in print, it will start to like block the ink up. I don't want to say like blocking it, but it'll the the pen will start to bleed more. So just because really? it's it's yeah, because you're picking it up. So the ink is like coming down fat. I don't know what it is. But that's maybe maybe it's just me. Maybe it just doesn't like me. <laughs> no, I wonder if it's like capillary action, you know, like it, it pulls the mm-hmm. extra ink back up. It doesn't let it all down while it's touching the yeah. paper. And then when you pull it up, it comes down. Interesting. That's so cool. I think it's also the angle that you're holding it at because Ah. I hold my pen when I'm doing the cursive and it's just going. If Uh I'm printing, I I hold the pen differently. I have a question about fountain pens. Um, When you write, does it like, I I assume it scratches the paper somewhat, like it makes like a scratchy sound. Is that right? I have one that does and one that's really smooth. Is it really irritating when the one that, that's, like, scratchy, does it, like, ever catch the paper? I haven't had that problem. I've had the problem that it'll bleed through the paper if it's too thin. Ah. But I've also, I also, like, I'm really picky with my paper. That's another thing. Yeah. <laughs> I buy, like, the high-quality, like, notepads that are usually lined. But, like, I also, because I really like those thin pens to write with Mm -hmm. I like the extremely narrow lines so my writing is very small Mm -hmm. in those sections so maybe that's another reason I'm not catching but I don't know I'll I'll go try it out again yeah (laughs) I have them there I'll go I'll go try it again and see see which one is the most scratchy but yeah so for my pens I like them them nice and thin for my paper that I'm using the lining has to be extremely tiny. Like if you get that college line mm-hmm. or there's even one above the college line that's like narrow line or something like that, like college mm-hmm. narrow, that's what I prefer. So like 
If it's like half a centimeter, cool. <laughs> Give me those lines. <laughs> Does the fountain pen take a long time to dry? No, it's just like a gel pen. Wow. Okay. Sorry. I'm like fascinated by this. I just watched a like a YouTube thing where Neil Gaiman is talking about how he writes in fountain pen. And I'm like mm, mesmerized yeah. by the idea, but I don't write in cursive. And I, uh, I'm very picky about how a pen feels in my hand. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll send you the one that I have. I it, it feels that. like a regular wonderful. pen. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe we'll link it <laughs> so other people can see it. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think it was like five bucks, but then like you buy you buy the ink. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. Man, I'll, I'll teach you all the idea. tricks for it. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so that is that's something. If I'm handwriting, I'll use. Um, if I'm at the computer, and I'm at my normal desk, I like to have what I call sloppers on my feet. <laughs> They are socks that are also slippers, so oh. I call them sloppers. I was like, where are you going with this? <laughs> yes. Uh, so I like to have my sloppers on my feet because my feet get very, very cold and I refuse to allow uh, shoes in my house. <laughs> yeah, good. So so that's a thing. Um, and then I have gotten back into lighting a candle. And because my cat has the tendency to play with fire if she sees it, (laughs) I have to sit near the candles. (laughs) So, and now, like, I actually, I'll have to take a picture and put it up on Instagram, have these really cool Victorian and medieval candle sets (gasps) that are are super cool. I I will send you a picture because, like, they're these big, like, iron rolled pieces with big oil lantern like pieces on them they're super cool and I put my candles in those (laughs) so so for me a lot of it is that setting the idea that hey we're starting so I have my my candle going I can't leave my candle because my cat will set herself on fire she like I said likes to play with it it flickers it's like I don't know it flickers, so it catches her attention, and she bats at it, and she's a long-haired cat. And uh, <laughs> so once the candles are lit, I can't leave the candles. So for me, that's like a, hey, it's time to work. And then I've got my sloppers on my feet, and I will use music. Music is a really big thing for me. Um, I... I'm one of those people who can listen to words with my songs. So I will have playlists ready or sections just ready to go for me to put me into the mood of whatever place I'm writing in. So so that's what I will do in my own house. If I'm out in public or if I'm going somewhere, the laptop is important. I bring my gloves. I have some writing gloves that I use. I don't tend to use them at the house unless um, my wrist is starting to hurt. So they are for like carpal tunnel, Mm. which, you know, us writers, I'm trying to avoid having that happen. Plus, I also get extremely cold hands. So like these go all the way up to almost my fingertips. So like they're really cool in that sense. And they're like nice compression. So I will bring those. I will have the laptop, a charger. (laughs) If you are leaving your house, remember your charger. (laughs) (laughs) 
Very important. That is a must. Yeah, that needs to be in your environment, <laughs> no matter the place. And um, what's the other thing I bring? It, I guess it really just depends on where I'm going. If I'm going to a place that I'm sitting on the floor, it's fine. If I'm going to like anywhere else. Oh, my planner. Duh. I bring my planner with me because you never know when you're supposed to be doing something <laughs> and it's not written or so like I'm very strict with my with my planner or I'm trying to be much more strict with my planner and it's all color coded. So if I know I have to be doing certain tasks, then my planner is near me at both home and when I go out. So that would be really that's like my environment without going into my habits and stuff like that. So habits and routines. So that's really, that's my environment. Do you have more? Uh, I just found out that I have a fountain pen. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I texted my husband saying, uh, can I get a fountain pen? And he was like, sure. And then he brought me up my fountain pen and I was like, what? <laughs> I thought he was just saying, like, of course you can get one. But he already had gotten me one, like, years ago. <laughs> and it's in a drawer. Um, so now I just need some ink, apparently. Uh, very exciting news. Um, my dreams are coming true as as I live, you know? I'm just sitting nice. here. Um, <laughs> in real time. Uh, anyway, uh, yes. So for me, pens specifically, I don't like... Uh, pens to have any ridges or bumps or differences in shape or texture on the part where my fingers go. So, like, it can be soft. Mm. It can have, like, that squishy kind of soft thing. But um, if it has any texture, any kind of ridges, bumps, anything like that, it hurts my finger. Like, my middle finger where it rests. Uh, cannot stand it. I have sensitive hands, I guess. I don't know. I'm a baby. But, no, I love that it, it sits on your middle finger. Mine sits on my right, uh, my ring finger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, always, it's always so interesting to hear people that, and I know it's so common, too, that people put it on their middle finger when they hold the pen. And I'm like, how do you? And like, I'm over here trying to like mimic that. Yeah. That <laughs> and it, I'm like, that feels so weird. <laughs> I'm doing it your way. And I, I feel like I have maybe slightly more control, but less flexibility. And then when I do just the two fingers and my thumb, I definitely feel like I have much more flexibility, slightly <laughs> less control. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, anyway. that's, that is how you write. <laughs> uh, my husband really enjoys super loud clackety keyboards. I'm not a fan. Mm -hmm. uh, I can hear him working <laughs> from upstairs when I'm taking a nap. And he's clacking away. Uh, some people really like that, though. So if you're interested in the tactile feel and the sound of, uh, you know, extremely loud, very annoying keyboards, you know, they have it's really like a typewriter keyboard. Yeah, it kind of sounds like that a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we actually, Kate and I both looked into e-readers or e-writers, like digital notebooks. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't think that you've bought one yet, did you? I haven't. No, not yet. I will eventually. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking just, I'll probably eventually on pricing. try one too. <laughs> Maybe I'll wait for you to try one, and then I'll I'll try yours. <laughs> <laughs> See how it feels. There you go. Um, but I instead of getting a digital notebook for myself, I got the Rocket Book because it's mm -hmm. way cheaper. Uh, you yes. know, 
the rocket book was maybe i think i got it for sales like 16 dollars and then the pens are you know it's a pack of pens so it's not super expensive but then if you go to an e-reader you're looking at spending 300 dollars and up yeah <laughs> so yeah um i have a typewriter i really love to write on um and i do it for poems because they i like to have it physically on paper somewhere and it's different seeing it handwritten the format and then seeing it on a typewriter and it's it's Mm -hmm. also different than seeing it on you know on your screen on a computer i like to see the entire page all at once it's really uh good to determine how i want the poem to look on the page so that's something um and digital typewriters are really popular these days have you thought about getting a digital typewriter uh, no. <laughs> Me neither. They're super expensive. They're like a, the, like a computer. It's like a computer, but without any, anything except it. Basically, it just has a word processor on it, and like the most basic one, and a tiny screen. So. Oh, one of those little guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've thought about one of those. Those are really cool. Yeah. What do you like about but... it? Cause I, for me, I'm like, I would never spend money on that. <laughs> Um, mostly it's because I can't, I don't usually actually look at the screen and see what I'm writing. It's a mixture. Mm. Like I'm usually looking at the keyboard anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think, I feel like it wouldn't bother my writing style. Hmm. Plus I also hear that they, they last a really long time. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so that battery life is like two weeks long. So like yeah. if you were on vacation or like if I went camping somewhere, that would be something I would take with. Hmm. I always take my writing notebook or my writing uh, binder. I have like a zippy binder that has a bunch of random pages of stories that I've started. And it has uh, a lot of loose leaf, some printer paper that I can make drawings or maps on. And... um mm-hmm. Like, lots of pencils and pens. And that's what I take with me on vacations and trips and stuff to to jot things down. Because I, you know, like you, I don't want to have to bring my entire laptop. Um, yeah. I hate writing outside of my house. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because I feel like as soon as I step outside of my house, it's probably an anxiety thing, I guess. But I feel like I'm on display or something. Like... I don't feel like everybody's watching me so much as I feel like someone's always watching me or something. So I always have to act a certain way or be a certain way. I'm always thinking about what other people are thinking about me. It's like constant that no matter what I'm doing or where I am, if I'm at work or if I'm, you know, in a coffee shop or something. And when I think of people being able to like relax enough to write in a public place, it's just, it's so foreign and like, I don't know, like, I admire that, that people can do that, and I don't know why I can't. (laughs) Um, People have watched me uh, crawl over a couch, because I needed to know what crawling over a couch is like for my character. I was at a cafe, and I was like, I work here, it's fine. I'll just crawl over this couch. And people are like, what? And I was like, I'm a writer. And they're like, all right, whatever. (laughs) Like, don't worry about it, it's research. (laughs) Yeah. I guess it's mostly I've written more outside of the house than I've written inside the house. So, like, my inside routine and, like, environment 
besides lighting candles and putting sloppers on my feet, look almost identical. Wow. That's so cool. I remember, you know, I was able to write, I wrote, like, my first nano I completed. uh, It was, what, 2015, 2014? I can't remember. Um, But I did that when I was working nights at, like, a like a pet hotel. It was like PetSmart or something where you would like put your dogs to stay and your cats and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I would clean out the cages at night. And when I had downtime, I would write. So I did write a lot there, but I was alone the entire time. And there were cameras. So obviously I was being watched in some sense, but I didn't yeah. feel as much like, I, I don't know. I didn't feel as worried about it, I guess. You got to get some blinders. <laughs> environment when you go out there <laughs> yeah maybe like mental blinders <sighs> um but yeah i think that's everything i have for writing aids things i use in my environment oh headphones noise canceling headphones i forgot about that i have that and they are great i can still hear past them but i guess maybe adhd i have a lot of sensitivities to sound and environment so it definitely helps dampen what's going on around me so I can kind of focus more on what I'm trying to write. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I guess, yeah, my headphones when I am out is extremely important. I guess that is one of the other things. Yeah. yeah. If I don't have my headphones when I'm out in public, it takes me longer to get sucked in. Cause once I get sucked into my writing and I should like clarify, if I'm writing out in public, I can get sucked in. If I am editing, I would prefer it quiet. Yeah. So, so if I'm writing, I can go out and write in public. That's fine. It just takes me, like I said, a little longer to get sucked into the story. And once I'm there, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But there are those times where if I'm editing and I'm out in public and I don't have headphones to block some of it out, even if it's me playing like my background, I use Ambient Mixer. Mm-hmm. Great website. Um, you can pick all different types of ambient noise to go on in the background. And so I have one that I consistently use. It's different from my sleep one. (laughs) (laughs) And so when I'm listening to that out in public, that's fine. But I definitely need my headphones because if I am in a noisy place and trying to edit, that is not happening. I should get some noise canceling ones. I don't even listen to music most times when I have my headphones on. I just use them to block out extra noise. And my, also my ears get cold. And I don't understand it, Aww. but they get cold. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening. You can like, subscribe, do all the social stuff below. Uh, oh, one quick plug is that Kate does another podcast. And it is called... The Revision Wizards. Woohoo! And you can find that in the links below, too. We'll have a link there for you. Have a great week, and see you next time. Bye!